What's going on, everybody? DeVore, Banks of America, NG Money. This is the Not For Debate podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and all other major major streaming platforms. <clears throat> couple of announcements before I, uh, before I pass this over to you guys. Uh, number one, our NFL Mock Draft Part 1 that we've had on this previous Saturday. Uh, I really enjoyed the feedback that we got, the, the feedback and the, the popularity that, that that video actually got. I believe we've gotten over 10 subscribers since Saturday. So uh do want to appreciate all the people that have subscribed to the Mark Debate podcast. If you are currently sitting in the comment section, just give us a heads up, a wave or something to let us know that you're that you're new. Uh, also, part two of the mock draft is going to be this Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, the normal, the normal Saturday stream time. And also, last thing is the NFL draft party. We have preached this the last couple of pods that is going to be on april 29th 8 p.m eastern time you guys get the opportunity to come into the stream uh just just to come and hang out with us man for real while the draft is going on simple as that um we're extremely looking forward to that uh other than that man we, we good to go fellas what's going on what's up man nothing just chilling what's up dude Chilling, man. I am chilling, chilling. Uh, much success. Thank you, everybody who has uh, subscribed recently. We appreciate you guys for uh, subscribing to the podcast. That's a good accomplishment. Ten subscribers over the last week. That is dope. That's the uh, oh, kind of wait a minute. Not the last week. The last two days. Oh, okay. Mm. My bad. Even yeah, get that right. The last My two bad. days. Give them credit. The last two days. Yeah, man. Thank y'all so much, man. Uh, appreciate you guys supporting the dream. We appreciate it. So, yeah, man. Keep it up. We appreciate everybody who's uh, joining the stream tonight. And uh, hopefully you guys like the content. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, let's get the show on the roll. I can't wait. Oh, by the way, the draft party, I want everybody to be a part of it, man. I can't wait to talk crap to everybody. When the teams make these terrible draft decisions, I just can't wait. That's going to be exciting. Wait. Right. <laughs> Dolphins right. fans and Cowboys fans can't wait. Yes, definitely Cowboys and, and Dolphins fans. I cannot wait. Cowboys fans, Cowboys fans. I think I think the Cowboys are going to end up making the right pick anyway when they rolls around to their pick. They, it, right. It's it's almost impossible for them to mess that up because they need they have a need in almost every single position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. You can't mess it up if you're a Dallas Cowboy. So that should be happy regardless. Um, first things first, I did want to go ahead and go cover the NBA playoff picture real fast. Uh, G Money, I'll pro- probably the question that I wanted to pose is because currently – the NBA playoff pitcher is sitting with the net, excuse me, the 76 are sitting in first place with 35, 35 and 16. And then he, in the Utah jobs sitting at 38 and 12 first place in the West. Uh, do you possibly see a shakeup in these conferences by the time the NBA playoffs roll around May 22nd? 
just real quick Not before really. you answer that. Real quick before you answer that, just just a small minor update as to what's going on with the game right now because Kevin Durant is back. Um, yes, Kim. Kevin Durant, his stat line right now, he is five for five, two for two from three point line. Five for five from free throw. He has 17 points. He has not missed a shot. The only thing that's holding him right now is his rust. He has six turnovers right now. Um, we're still in the first half, right? No, this they're this 132 to 101 in the fourth quarter right now. So oh, okay. <laughs> Goes to show yeah. you how good this team is about to be. How good, yeah. yeah. This, this is about to be a wrap. <laughs> yeah, they were there was a conversation about them not playing together and how they were going to be able to get the chemistry down by the time the playoffs come around. But to be honest with you, if, as long as you have Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant don't really need um to be fed well, need to be fed the ball. But as far as playing with other players, he can make find his own shot. So that's yeah. not going to be an issue. At all. Not for him. Not for that team. But uh yeah, back to the question, G Money. Do you see a shake a shakeup in the NBA playoff picture from now until May twenty second? Not in the West. I actually think Denver is going to take the top three spot. I think the Clippers are going to fall off. I actually think it might be a Clippers-Lakers first round, which would be crazy. That would be crazy. If LeBron and AD are healthy, It. I still don't – I don't know. I don't know if they, they can beat the Clippers because they've been out a while. Um, other than that, I wanted to specifically talk about the Denver Nuggets. Yes, the Nets should win the championship, but let me tell you, ever since that trade, the Denver Nuggets are playing well, man. Like, I don't know if y'all been paying attention. They've been playing very well. and They won six in the, a row. Yeah, six mm-hmm. in a row. And, and they just look like – I don't I don't have any faith in Utah. I don't – I think that number one seed is – it's like the Atlanta Hawks in 2015. It's whatever. I don't think that they can go far. I think that Denver, the Clippers, because they got Rondo, and the Lakers because they still got LeBron and AD, I think those are the three teams that are going to come out the West to play the Nets. As far as the Eastern Conference, Philly can get the number one seed. It, it really doesn't matter. I want to see what Milwaukee would do because I, I think that the Bucks are playing underrated. And Giannis is balling. He's balling. Like, he's actually hitting threes and hitting jump shots. He's playing b- better uh, since the All-Star game. Um, so I want to see what they can do. I think maybe they have an outside chance. But really, realistically, like, Joel Embiid has to have an amazing series against Brooklyn for them to win. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't see nobody beating Brooklyn. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying to see it, but with Kevin Durant and James Harden, it's 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 not. And Kyrie, I, I just don't see it. So it's Brooklyn Nets versus those three teams in the West in the finals. So, question. I mean, we kind of. Yeah, I love your assessment, by the way. Seriously, I think that was a good take, bro. Um, I agree with everything except for the point. Two points. Um. I don't think the Clippers and the Lakers are going to meet up um, in the playoffs um, that early. Uh, if it happens, it turns out you'll be right. No more problem to you. Props, you know, you'll be right. Um, but I don't think the Clippers are going to slow down. As of right now, they're on the two-game winning streak. They were 8-2 and two in the last 10 games. All the teams mm-hmm. that you, you named so far, um, Utah is 9-1 in the last 10. Uh, Phoenix is 9-1 in the last 10. The Clippers are 8-2 and two in the last 10. Denver's eight and two in the last ten, so we got four teams that are playing really good ball right now. Like you know what I mean? So it's kind of difficult to imagine them, uh, you know, imagine them sliding that far down because they're they're hot right now. You know what I mean? Um, And I, I, 
kind of feel like we skipped over the Phoenix Suns. I don't know for what reason why we we skipped over them. Like I feel like they're a contender in the West. Um, I see Phoenix making some I, noise. I see Phoenix maybe possibly um, going to the Western Conference Finals. Man, seriously, they have a really good team. Um, they got a good bench. They got good coaching. Their starting five is strong. You know, you led by one of the, you know, probably the best leaders ever outside of Kobe or, or Jordan, maybe, with, with CP3. So, I I feel like we're not giving Phoenix enough credit, man. Phoenix is right there in the thick of things, man. They, they're 35 and 14 as of right now. They're two and a half games behind Utah. Um, and, bro, they can – wouldn't that be nice to be – you know, outside of the playoffs last year to be first in the division in the West, that, that would be, I mean, you got to get, you got to get CB3 credit for that. You know what I mean? So um, but that's but a great accomplishment for Phoenix. Yeah, absolutely. And they've been so bad, you know, over the last couple of years, they've been so bad. And couple. They finally be, well, you know what I mean? They've been, they've <laughs> okay, been but bad. Decade, like, <laughs> <in> years. <laughs> <laughs> they've been a bad team. So it's kind of like, you know, um, and, and in terms of what I see in the East happening, um, I personally don't think the Sixers are going to hold on to that top spot, uh, especially the way that Kevin Durant has been playing today just alone. <laughs> uh, he, he's, he looks like he's back based on what the numbers show tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, it's it's going to be, man, they, they, oh, my gosh. Uh but Philly's there. I mean, you can't just skip over them. Philly's there. Miami's still, you know, mid-level. You know, they're one game right, over 500. Right. Um, there's still some, you know, there's, there's still some movement that can happen in the bottom side of the standings. Uh, Indiana may end up, you know, surprising people. Or maybe the Bulls, who are 21 and 28 right now. The Knicks can fall out of that. I would love to see the Knicks go to playoffs over my Bulls, though. I feel like the Knicks deserve it uh, to be in the playoffs this year. Uh, they work Listen. really hard. I, you know, I'm a Miami Heat fan, so we hate the Knicks, right? Just historically, right. but the way they've been they've been playing, I'm so proud of them. Like, if they can just make the playoffs, it'd be good for them. That's a good story because they got a sorry ass owner. They had a sorry ass team for years. To see them in the playoffs is like, it would be a great joy. The team that's disappointing is the Boston Celtics. I yes, oh my goodness, I don't know what they have so much talent. Like, why do they suck so bad? Well, it's like your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Instead of ball movement, they, I don't like them. They can't well, play defense. Because something that I too. wanted to point out, I wanted to point out something very important too. If the playoffs were to end today, the matchups would be as follows in the East. It'll be Philly mm-hmm. and the Knicks, Brooklyn and Boston, Milwaukee and the Heat, mm-hmm. and Hawks versus Hornets. The two surprise teams there got to be the Hawks and the Hornets. We the two teams that weren't even in the playoffs last year, and for them to be fourth and fifth seed equally, and only being maybe one or two games better than each other, that'd be a good matchup. I don't yeah. think Brooklyn would want to play Boston in the first round. That's a trap game. Even as good as they are, that's a trap game. That game could easily depends on what Boston we get. That series can go seven. That's how good Boston really is when they play like it. That can go seven. Right. I say they'll beat them, but it has potential to go seven. So I see Brooklyn waking up and taking overtaking that first that first seed, and mm-hmm. at least getting to play maybe the Knicks or if because you the know Pacers. Boston, 
Right. Boston is there. Boston is only one game out of the eighth spot. Like, right. so <laughs> it might not that that first round matchup may not be a guarantee for either Philly or Brooklyn because Boston can eat slide from eight to seven to eight and finish out seven to eight throughout the whole season. So, um, man, that's that's not a good first round matchup for anybody. Like Boston, as bad as they've been playing, they still a team that I I personally wouldn't want to play. I don't mm. think. Yeah, they, they're coached well for the most part. And I also think that's probably what's happening, too, is I think they're kind of over Brad Stevens, maybe. I, I thought that same thing last year in the playoffs. I felt like they were kind of over Brad Stevens. Could be wrong, but he's not going nowhere. Boston's not going to get rid of him. So before he goes, some players are going to be moved out. Um, so we'll see. Let me, re- let me respond to the Phoenix thing, and I also want to talk about Milwaukee, too. As far as Phoenix goes, I think that, you know, them being a bad team for like eight to ten years, I think that that's a great accomplishment that they're playing so well, but I don't know if they they have enough yet to beat the Clippers or the Lakers or the Nuggets. I, I don't think so. If, if, it, if currently what it is now, if they get out the first round, they first they play the Mavericks, which that's not going to be easy. If they somehow get out of that, they got the Clippers in the second round if the Clippers beat the Trailblazers. Or if the mm-hmm. Trailblazers beat the Clippers, they either or is still a hard matchup. And I just don't think that they have enough yet to get over that top. Milwaukee is a team that is going to surprise people. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up in the finals. I, they won't surprise me because Milwaukee, yes, that that's the way that Giannis and that team has been playing. Drew Holiday has been a big change up for them. I, I think you had to make me a believer, G. Yeah, you gonna have no, to make me believe that. <laughs> he's, he's much better. He's much better for them than Eric Bledsoe was definitely. I agree Drew with you 1,000% yeah. when the playoffs ran, came around, Eric Bloodsoe was nowhere to be found. Right, hey, and then hey, also, hey, you also have the hey, point of what Giannis are we going to get in the playoffs? Yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's Can he issue. make his free throws? Can he make his free throws? That's I'm not too concerned about Giannis. I'm worried about everybody else around Giannis. because they're be concerned about Giannis. Well, if everybody focusing on Giannis, everybody else got to hit their shots. And that's yeah. been the problem. Giannis, Giannis, right now for the season, he's at, he's shooting sixty eight percent for the free throw line. So mm. <laughs> I'm just you know that's worse than LeBron. That that's um, understandable, but when, when when it comes down in the playoffs, everybody's gonna focus on shutting down Giannis. Now, when he decides to drive and kick, everybody's got to hit their shots. His thing is he likes to go one on three. He goes in the lane. There's three, four guys there blocking him. And I'm like, yo, that type of offense, you can't do Giannis at the top of the key. No, post him up, come, come play him off pick and rolls or something, you know, or drive and kick. He just wants to go one on one on the wall. And it's not it's, that that's that's not going to work. So I feel that their offense has changed a lot and they have a chance. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Nets. I'm saying that if they play Philly, somehow get a chance to play Philly. I think they could beat Philly. Well, I think I think our guest, uh, by the way, what's up, Choo Choo, man? Thank you for uh, stopping by. Uh, I think Choo Choo brought up a good point there. Um, what Chris Middleton are you going to get? That's when true. is That's when true. is Chris Middleton going to show up, man? I mean, you talk about the best, like you know, regular season guy. Like this guy is the, the true best sidekick. You mean the best in the regular kick. season? <laughs> but when the playoffs come, it's like this guy turns into a twelve point per game score in the playoffs, and it just makes yeah. no sense, bro. They like, all do. They all do. All the Bucks, the supporting cast, they all shrink in the playoffs except for Giannis. When Giannis yeah. needs them in the playoffs, they're not there. 
But I don't even think that's I don't think that's gonna be enough. <laughs> All they gotta do is just make their shots. When Giannis is driving to the paint, make your shots. That's it. What about uh what about Portland? No, no, nothing on them. You don't think they could make a, make some noise in the West? No. I think no. I, I think that it's him and um, they need to break up. They need to break up. That's dead. I want to see Portland move on and you know come up with a better team because I'm I'm tired of what I'm seeing in Portland. It's, that is done for me. I don't even want yeah. them to make the playoffs, honestly. I mean, if they make it great, but I'm happy. I'll be happy for Dame because that's my guy. Dame is my guy. Um, but I'm just I'm just over Portland, man. I'm over there. I'm telling you, they like the Washington Wizards of the West. Where yeah. They had John Wall and Bradley Bill all those years and couldn't do nothing. Same thing. The same they didn't exactly. have a ner- Wizards ain't had no Nurkic. Yeah. Well, well O'Brien. They had Gortat. Or, or O'Brien was, o, was actually <laughs> O'Brien is actually a good player though. Like he's actually pretty solid. He ain't no yeah, Nurkic. Right. Well, no, he's not a yeah, Nurkic, but yeah, <laughs> he's actually pretty solid though. I bet you they would have went further in the playoffs if they had a Nurkic. Yeah, oh, but yeah. Nurkic and they've been hurt for a while. Like they've been hurt for the last two years. That's their issue with Trailblazers. They've been hurt and they just can't get it together for some reason. Injury has always been an issue for uh, the Brooklyn. I said, about to say the Brooklyn Trailblazers. The Trailblazers. Portland so props Trailblazers. to them, though. Props, props to Portland. I mean, even with those those question marks that we brought up, and even us with up with us not having to believe that they can even make it, Portland and right now they're sitting in the sixth spot. So the Western Conference, because we 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 brought up the Eastern matchups. If the Western Conference ended today, it'll be Utah and the Grizzlies, which. I think the Grizzlies can push that to six games at least, possibly, because I just like John Morant, and that team is, you know, getting better. Uh, Phoenix and Dallas. That's a tough matchup. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good matchup. That's Uh, going to seven. That's going to seven. Uh, Clippers and Trailblazers, and the Western Conference Finals. I mean, uh, yeah, Western Conference Finals for last year, Denver and the Lakers right now, if the playoffs ended. So all those matchups in the West would be – those are hell of a matches, man. Those are some good matchups. I right, listen, I want to talk about Steph Curry. I've gained so much respect for him. Like he's been balling this whole year. I know that his team isn't great, but the way that, that he's playing, I wish they could make the playoffs. Like I want to see that. I want to see that team in the playoffs and him. And like he's he's been really playing well and I just gained so much respect for him. Like I thought he was just <clears throat> he was great for numbers. He wasn't that great a leader, but he changed my mind this year. Like he's been playing very he said, well. Not that great yeah. of a leader. Like, come on now. Like they had the best record in the NBA. Draymond is ago. the leader. Well, Draymond's the leader. I get what he's saying. Yeah, he's the leader. The best the player, the best the best the best player is not always the leader. Yeah, the best hey, player is Dray- not always Dray- the leader. Who made Draymond the leader? Him. He's himself. Like no. Hell no. Draymond bro. did not make, make his Hell, song the leader. No. What do you Steph mean? Steph groomed him into being the leader. Oh, Steph on, ain't groomed nothing. I think yes, Steph, he did. Steph just stood to the step back. That dude was, that dude, on, man. Stop it, stop it, stop that dude was uh, a rotational player. Do you not know Draymond Green was the same exact stop player he is to this day in college? He's the same player. Nothing college. That's understandable, but we know who the leader of this team is. It's definitely Steph. What's funny is I've seen a highlight. No, no, Steph is I seen a highlight of Draymond Green and and, and strapped up in the, in the in the football pads. It was it wasn't pretty, bro. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if y'all seen that clip of him in a in a some pads. Woo! Thank God he stuck with basketball because boy, it was ugly. 
<laughs> it, was, it was terrible. <laughs> but, but boys, Steph is the most important player on the team. That doesn't mean he's the leader. He's a leader. Well, to your point, I mean, as much as we would like to see Golden State in, I mean, that, that wouldn't be bad. Golden State going there was great, all right? That's not bad. But, I mean, the likelihood of it happening, um, probably slim yeah. to none. Because Memphis, Memphis is on fire right now for the most part. They won four games in a row, um, and they've been seven and three uh, in their last ten games. So all the teams in the West are starting to pretty much that, that all the teams are in the thicker things in the playoffs. From one to eight, if you look at the last ten games, all these teams are playing really good basketball right now. So even I the Spurs could sneak in, right? And the Spurs, what you know, but they lost three in a row based on what I'm looking at here. They've lost three in a row, and the last ten are three and seven. So, when you look at the bottom half of the standings, the Spurs, the Warriors, the Pelicans, the Kings, the Thunder, the Rockets, the, the Timberwolves, all those teams that have lost a lot of games over their last ten games, they, they're not even over five or six wins. So, I wouldn't want to see that inconsistency in the playoffs. You got to be more consistent in the playoffs, man. That's the point I'm trying to make. You got to be consistent. I got you. All right, fellas, let's uh, go ahead and focus on Monday's NFL news. That would be the New York Jets trading quarterback Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers for the 2021 sixth-round pick and the 2022 second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. I guess the main question I'm going to ask is, will Sam Darnold do better in the Carolina Panthers uniform or will we see the same Sam Darnold as we saw last year with the Jets. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, yeah, so big uh, win-win trade for both teams. Let me just start by saying that. Um, I feel like the uh, the Jets accomplished a lot with those draft picks, and I feel like the Panthers got their quarterback that they're going to move in the, in the future. They choose to make them their, their quarterback in the future. Um, I personally like Sam Darnold coming out of college. I thought Sam Darnold was a, a good quarterback. Um um, unfortunately, he landed in a very, very bad situation in New York. Uh, well, not like, well, not a good, you know, supporting cast. Um, a lot of people are on the, the, the side of, well, Sam Donald just hasn't, you know, given us enough yet to whatever. I mean, hello, he's played for the, the Jets. I mean, how much more do you want this guy to give you in the Jets jersey? Like last year, his numbers were as follows for Sam Donald. He had only, 2,208 yards passing, and he had a QBR rating of 40.3. He only had nine passing touchdowns. So the leading receiver was Jamison Crowley. <laughs> I mean, do I got to say anything else to that, bro? Like, come on. Like, this guy had nothing, bro. Like, even the years that they had, you know, with Robbie Anderson and whatever, like, he wasn't there for those years. Like, <laughs> Robbie Anderson had just left. So, I just feel like people are just being too hard on Sam Donald. I think Sam Donald uh, is going to surprise a lot of people next year. Carolina's system is uh, – is it, it works better with a, with a passing quarterback. Not saying Teddy Bridgewater ain't a passing quarterback, but, um, you know, with, uh, with, with, with Rule as the head – as the offensive coordinator as well, as well as the head coach – I think this this offense, especially with Christian McCaffrey coming back into the mix, being healthy, 
Um, that offensive line being a lot more healthy. That's all that the, the Panthers pretty much need to focus on in the draft is making their offensive line a little bit better because, you know, they gave up a lot of sacks last year. But if they can keep the quarterback up, man, um, I think Sam Donald can actually – and when you think about it, the NFC South um, is a division that's – okay, we all know Tampa is probably going to end up repeating as champions in that division because Drew Brees is no longer than New Orleans, so that's up in the air. Uh, you got the Atlanta Falcons with all the issues that they have. And you got Carolina who, you know, you got they got issues. And who's the last team in, that, in there? Tampa. So – I mean, it's only up from here for Carolina. I think they. I think it was a good move. I honestly think that Sam Donald is going to end up being a. He's going to end up being a really good quarterback for the for the Panthers. I really do. Uh, but it's it's to be determined. Um, like I said, he he had he's up against the wall a, a quite a bit because that that division is not. It's not a walking apart. <laughs> he only got to really deal with one team in that division, and that's the and that's the the Buccaneers. To be honest, right. Right. They got they got they got the Buccaneers to worry about for the most part. Uh so um let me see. Did did they ever post the schedules? Yes, they did post the schedules next year. Uh, so the Saints defense is still pretty pretty decent. You might have to worry about them just to you know well who well, who's throwing the ball? That's the that's the question. If you quarterback throwing thirty interceptions <laughs> no, that, might be, that, that that's the decider factor for me. But you know, there the schedule is not out yet. I really wanted to see what the schedule was going to be like next year. But, um, and when you think about Carolina last year, the, even their, the, listen, this really quick, the losses that they have, uh, thirty-four to thirty to the Raiders, that could have went either way. Uh, Tampa beat them thirty-one to seventeen, so we're going to just X that off the board. That's a beat now. Uh, Chicago twenty-three to sixteen, that could have went either way. Um, mm-hmm. The next week against New Orleans twenty-seven to twenty-four, that could have went either way. Uh, the Atlanta game, twenty-five to seventeen, that could have went either way. Kansas City, they lost to thirty-three to thirty-one, that could have went either way. Uh, then they lost to Tampa again, forty-six to twenty-three. So right now, the uphill climb for them is Tampa, getting right, past yeah. Tampa because look, they even played the Chiefs pretty close, like thirty-three to thirty-one against the Chiefs. Like that's not bad. Um, so. Man, and Teddy, that's without a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Right. That's mm-hmm. And with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, again, nothing against Bridgewater. I like him. I'll say it if you ain't going to say it. Yeah, he I, is a mediocre quarterback. Right. <laughs> he, he, Teddy Bridgewater at this point in his career is going to be known as a solid player. And this sucks because I felt like it had to been for that injury. Remember when Teddy Bridgewater got hurt? You know, yeah, with the Vikings, yeah, 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 that was that was unfortunate. That kind of derailed him, but um, let's see because they didn't have Christian McCaffrey last year, and that defense wasn't that great either. Let's let's see what I mean. You got they got how many games? They gave up forty-one game. They gave up thirty-one, two, three, four, five. They gave up thirty points six times out, out in the season. That's a lot of damn points. So their defense is giving up points. They need to play better defense, and they need to to keep those those games close or those you know you know what I mean. I kind of I kind of am in, in agreement with you as far as everything that you said. I don't really have much to say, and I just um, we went over this you know on Saturday. Uh, we we kind of had a we kind of had an agreement that the Jets were going to move on from Sam Darnold and you know draft a quarterback. So I think I agree with you that it's a win on both sides. I think for the Jets, they can 
they have a new coach, they have a new system, they draft a new quarterback to start fresh and, and be good. And as far as Carolina, uh, the guy in the chat made a point. They have, they have the number eight pick. They can go get a wide receiver. They can go get a tight end. So I think it works well for both teams. And just like you said, I don't blame Sam Donald for what happened in, in New York. I mean, any quarterback would have been terrible or below average in, in you know, with the Jets. So I think he still has a lot more to give. And Is it because of the coach? How you gonna go from he didn't have a lot to work with to it's the coach's fault? Look, it's boy, the whole this organization. Oh, this, this, this is how bad Adam Gates was. The Panthers can go one and oh next season, and they're already better than what they were last year. <laughs> That's how bad they were. And, and I can't talk because they beat my Rams. You just got finished naming the player personnel for the for the New York Jets. Frank Gore, with like 40 now, has 653 yards rushing, only had two touchdowns. Jamison Crowder was your lead receiver. Denzel Mims, your second-round pick, he played 12 games but only caught 23 passes for no touchdowns. And your second lead receiver was Braxton Barrios. He ain't even six feet. Bro. I'm going to say this and be done. Like the guy Zora. Shout out to Zora in the chat. We wanna, let's put up Zora's uh, uh, comment really quick. Adam Gase is probably the worst head coach in football, bro. <laughs> you can't, nah, you can't say that. Nah, you can't, you can't say that. Football. Nah, you can't say that. Dude. This guy is he took, terrible. He took the Dolphins to the playoffs. You, you can't even make him the worst coach in football. Before. Adam Gates is the worst coach. <laughs> what is what is your love for this guy? Yo? I'm no, not. It's, it, it's no love. I'm just I'm just telling you the players that he had to work with to do what he was supposed to do, and y'all expect so y'all y'all making excuses for Sam Darnold, but y'all ain't making the same excuse for Adam Gates. You got to be a leader of men. Oh my hey. god. If they're bums, like, come on now. If they're bums playing on the field, what do you expect them to do? I've, I've seen coaches coach ter- terrible teams and be at least competitive. Hey, listen. That was how many, how many Ron, wins did they have? They had two. Ron, they went two and 14. Their, their, their roster was almost equ- equivalent to the Miami Dolphins roster in 2019. Ron Rivera got Washington, who was the laughing stock before the season. That's, that's, mm-hmm. Don't forget that. Look at their roster banks. Don't even compare. No, that's that's (laughs) just 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 let me get to my point. Before the season started last year, everybody had the Washington football team as the worst team in football. The worst. Somehow, Ron Rivera, and we got a guy that had to deal with cancer all year, still ended up his team. Now, granted, the division that he plays in, he took advantage of that. Let's just be honest. It definitely played in his hand. But he still got Washington to be competitive. Oh, oh, you lost Banks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with his point, though, about the football team. That team wasn't that. As far as their roster, it wasn't as much great as the Jets. It was a better, yes, but it's Adam Gase is terrible, man. I don't know why you like him so much. I'm not saying I'm a only reason why I'm sitting here and I'm defending Adam Gase. It ain't got nothing to do with me liking him. But when you look at this New York Jets roster, Mm -hmm. it's not that good. 
So I don't understand what what product could you possibly put on the field with these these players? Like you can't. Washington had a a, a terrible offense last year too, Devore. Like were, who 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 did, is, you, did we forget that they let go of their first round draft pick? Right? Did we they cut the guy that was supposed to be the franchise quarterback? They cut him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they brought in Alex Smith. Well, he, when I brought in he, Alex Smith had success with them though. All right, got it, bro. But we're talking about Alex Smith, who was supposed to die. Like, yeah. bro, come on, man. Like, okay, that's on. good for them. But quarterback is the most <clears throat> what's the, what's the word I want to use? Uh, dependent position in sports. So really, you can't just put it on the quarterback position. He had weapons. They had a yeah, running back, but he had he also had Adam Gates, who's supposed to be this offensive guru. That's supposed to be this quarterback guru. Come on, bro. What has he guru since? Was it who again? It comes, man, it comes back my, down to player personnel. Oh my! My, my boy made a good point in the chat. He said uh, Tannehill was bad, but when he got away from Gates, he got better. How was Tannehill <laughs> bad when Gates took him to the playoffs? Gates gave him his second best season before he went to the Titans. Tutu, you get the comment of the night, bro. Thank nah, we're gonna delete that comment. Nah. <laughs> nah, <don't> delete <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that. You don't like nobody talking about Tannehill, boy. You know what? Yo, no, we, we don't. You already know. But going, uh, going, going back to the Panthers, because I feel like I, I'm not really a big fan of Sam Donald, but as far as the supporting cast in, in, in Carolina, you got DJ Moore, you got Robbie Anderson, which he has some, some chemistry with Robbie Anderson uh, with his days with the New York Jets. They both caught over 1,000 yards. So – if, if he can't make it work with the Panthers, and I believe it was Choo Choo or was it Zorro I that mean, said that they picked up the fifth-year option? Then they should have a 1,000 yards when your star running back is hurt, though. But, hey, that's just me. Which I mean, you going to run the ball? I would, run think, the ball? I, would, I would think that. Would, no, Mike, Mike, Davis, Mike Davis played fairly well for the Panthers. Yeah, he did. He played pretty good. He had a, uh, he had a 642 yards rushing. He had six touchdowns. He averaged three point nine yards a carry, which is four yards a carry. He did play right. pretty well, but again, that's still that's still not Christian McCaffrey, bro. Well, Listen, look, McCaffrey came back and played three games and almost had more yards than him in fifteen. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, he had more touchdowns than Frank Gore did the whole season. He played all sixteen games. Well, that's you know, and you know what? I'm going to throw that back in your head coach. Because why on earth ain't Frank Gore getting the ball more in the red zone? Oh, because they're because they're probably not there. Exactly, we're doing we got consistent three and outs. So how you, again? How you put this on the, on the head coach? I'm ashamed of you right now, bro. You what you're ashamed of me for? You're a smarter man than that. Uh, you're, hey, you're so we, much I'm smarter. I'm calling the spade a spade. We looking at this in, in full perspective. Wait, so he has no blame here? He has no blame at all? No, That's what not to the board. No, no. Okay. Uh, is never. Okay, so when my man, oh, my, wow. man came, my man came into New York, they were already losers. and No, they weren't. We, they had Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles they were losers. Okay. So you, don't you remember, you remember Todd Bowles? Todd Bowles had that team actually pretty solid. You know, but you know how the black the black quarterback. I mean, the they black, were pretty the solid. But why yeah. did they they drafted Sam Darnold in the top five? So how 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 was how was Todd Bowles solid and they drafted in the top yeah, five? He, he had a he had a bad he had a bad last few years. But just just throw it up there. Todd a, a bad last few years. 
Todd Bowles had them in better. <laughs> Todd Bowles had him in a better position in his career, in his it, seasons than Adam Gates. It's not like Adam. It's not like Adam Gates came there and made it better. So what? So what's your point? I'm not. I'm not better. saying that. But all I'm worse. saying to you is it worse. Like you gave Adam Gates two years to write a dumpster fire. Oh my God! And didn't oh, didn't Adam Gates want Le'Veon Bell on his team and everything? No, was that was that was false. He did not want him on the team. That was the previous general manager for the Jets that wanted him on the team, and he wanted to overspend for Le'Veon on the roster. Where is Adam Gates right now in terms of his profession? Oh, he about to be a special guest on the show. Just just, just really quick. <laughs> I, if if Adam Gates comes on this show. I promise you, he would he will never join us again because we're gonna light his ass on fire. Oh no, this this, <laughs> this, this is gonna be a one on one. Especially Havoc. This is gonna be oh. this is gonna be a one on one. Listen, oh, you gotta have Havoc in a room with him. You gotta have Havoc in a room. About oh, Havoc, Havoc gonna tear him, tear him apart. Shout out, shout out to our other podcast co-hosts, man. Havoc and Shape Money, man. What's up, y'all? What's up, fellas? <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> since we all sold on Sam Darnold having success with the Carolina Panthers, let's go ahead and look forward at the draft for the New York Jets. Is it a lock that they end up drafting Zach Wilson at number two? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think uh, that had, had it on my list, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they got other areas of opportunity. I mean, would it be bad for them? Would it be bad? Well, they they're definitely going after a quarterback for sure because they got rid of their guy. So they're definitely going after a quarterback. But yeah, they're gonna go after a quarterback. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't have Wilson? to be Zach Wilson. Yeah, you still got Trey Lance. You still got Mac Jones. You still got Justin Fields on the board. Would you? Do you think they would roll the dice and go with one of those other quarterbacks, Banks? Um, no. No, unless Trevor Lawrence or something like falls, which it's it's, it's almost at a you know a guarantee that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first pick of the draft by Jacksonville. Um, yeah. I don't know why they just won't come out and just say it. Um, they need to just go ahead and announce it. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first pick of the draft, uh, so we can start you know we can start putting pieces together for the rest of the draft board. Because what if, what if what if Jacksonville does something stupid and they skip Trevor Lawrence and they say you know what nah we don't like him and then. They go after another quarterback or somebody else, and then it comes to the Jets. You think the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence? No. No. But no. that's going to be no a way. one-off situation. I'm just saying it's right, hypotheticals, right. Uh, you know, hypothetically speaking. Uh, but we all know that, you know, I, I just don't think I'm – I don't know I don't know what the love affair is with Zach Wilson. Like, I, I don't get it. It's his, it. his ability to be able to throw from different areas of the fo- football field. So he's supposed to be like the next Patrick Mahomes in a way, kind of? Is that what I'm hearing here? That's or? that's 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 the comparison. That's not my comparison, yeah. but that's the comparison. Okay, so let's just 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 really quick. Let's just – and this is something that Isn't I – Is he more like Lamar? No. Well, no, he's not Lamar. Um, he's definitely not Lamar. He's definitely not Lamar. Okay, let's just get that straight. Lamar wait, Lamar made way more noise noise than him in college than he did. But let's just go let's just go over numbers really quick, okay? Zach Wilson, three years in college playing football in the BYU. Okay. All right. Now get it wrong. 
Guy has size. 6'3", 210 pounds. That's pretty big for a quarterback. I, that part mm-hmm. I like. He has the upside <laughs> for that. I love that size. But 2018, he was 120 for 182, 65.9 uh, completion percentage, 1,578 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Following season. 199 for 319, 62.4 completion percentage rating, 2,382 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Mm. Then he had the season last year where he actually played phenomenal. I mean, looking at his numbers last year, it was just amazing. 247 out of 336, which is 74% completion percentage. He had 3,692 yards passing. 33 touchdowns and only three interceptions. That was actually pretty fucking monster. That that, that year alone is why he's going to be number two. Yeah, so that, I that, think, but that's yeah. that's the question though. Like, why are these guys going so high off of one great year? Because the same thing happened two years ago with Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, and it's not like I'm looking at his rushing totals. Like he doesn't. I mean. He's only had a career rushing total of uh, 642 yards rushing. So he's not like – I mean, maybe he's just a get-out-of-the-pocket type of guy. Maybe he's not the mobile guy, but maybe he's just good at, you know, you know, finagling everybody. You know, the Patrick Mahomes dodge. You know what I mean? Jeff yeah. Garcia type. Maybe he's that Jeff Garcia guy because Jeff Garcia is still the most – I don't – I've seen uh, Jeff Garcia. Elusive. Yeah, he's the most elusive quarterback either Michael Vick I've ever seen in my life. That's just ridiculous. But um, you know, to back to the point though, um, uh, you know, solid numbers, solid numbers, not bad, not bad. I mean, I, I would still probably say Justin Fields is better in that spot though. That's as just far, as as far as body of work, I would say Justin Fields is the better quarterback. Yeah, plus he's playing for the better. You know, don't get it twisted. BYU is a big program. Like, you know, they're a good program. But let's just take a look at Justin Fields in this spot, though. Justin Fields is 6'3", 227 pounds. That is pretty freaking big. Again, another, like I said, size-wise, I like what I see. Um, You know, 2018, he didn't play much. He had limited snaps. He only had 39 passing attempts all season, 300 yards passing. But he threw for four touchdowns. Uh, So that must have been in one game. He must have started and tore it up. That's pretty good. Um, and then the next season, he was 238 for 354, 67% completion percentage, 3,273 yards passing, 41 touchdowns, 41, <laughs> 41 touchdowns in the Big East. Well, not the Big East, but the Big Ten, and three interceptions. That is really fucking good. Excuse my language. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> that is That is really freaking good. And then when you consider Ohio State only played like half the season last year, he came in this year at 158 out of 225, 70% completion percentage, 2,100 yards passing, 22 touchdowns and six interceptions. So I remember him coming. Uh, I remember it very well. Uh, the Ohio State started uh, the season in a, the back half of the season, and Justin Fields started off fairly slow. Ohio State was in some pretty close games. Um so he started slow, but I think that's all contributed to the fact that he didn't start the season until later. So he didn't he didn't get a chance to really get his feet wet until like later in the year. But I personally think Justin Fields would be a better pick at this spot 
than Zach Wilson. I don't know why Zach Wilson is getting more consideration than somebody who's been playing in a better conference. And you consider what Ohio State did last year. He took Ohio State to the national championship. So, uh, Yeah, but I don't think the Jets would take, you know, Fields over uh, Wilson for some reason. I just think that they would take um, Wilson first before they hit Fields. I don't, I, I'm with you. I don't know why he's getting more shine than Fields, but for some reason, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah. after, after the pro day, after him running the 4-4, I thought he was a, a pure lock for the second pick. Bro, he should have been a pure lot. Why are we even talking about Zach Wilson in this fight? That's what I don't understand. I think I think Zach Wilson might be the smoke and mirrors player. Like you're gonna hear a lot about him, but the people are not gonna draft him because it just to me logically it doesn't make sense for. I mean, you put you 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 go after the best talent, and talent wise, Justin Fields is better. I you know when you look at him from the eye, he he's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. Right, but does he fit the Jets system? That's the thing. Does he fit his? Does he fit their system? What system? They just got rid of everybody. <laughs> okay, okay. So they so they bring in they bring us Salah, right? So I'm pretty right. sure he's bringing in coaches from the San Francisco 49ers. So nine times out of ten, it's going to be a West Coast offensive scheme. So I would think Trey. I was going to say Trey Lance. Justin Fields would fit that scheme a whole lot better. A whole lot than, better than, than Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. <clears throat> I, I think Justin Fields would be, to me, honestly, I think it should be Trevor Lawrence, one, Justin Fields, two. It's just Justin Fields deserves to be in his spot. Like, he's been a, you know, two years, three years starter at, at a top program. You know, Ohio State ain't just no, you know what I mean? Like, that ain't just no regular program. Again, nothing against BYU. I know we probably got some BYU people in here. Hey, no disrespect to BYU. I'm just saying. But BYU does have a bit of a uh, – a history with quarterbacks, though. Like, when you think about their quarterbacks, BYU had, was it Steve Young, as well as, uh, what's the other guy's name, too? So, you know, they have a rich history in terms of the quarterback position. So I think that's probably what's working in Zach Wilson's uh, favor, too, is the fact that there's been some pretty good quarterbacks that come before him. So, oh, it's that great white hype. Thing. That's what I think it is, too, the great white hype. But Justin Fields should be. Who is the last, who is the last quarterback that came out of Ohio State? Other than Dwayne Haskins, Dwayne Haskins. I said other than Dwayne Haskins. Uh, was it Cardinal Jones? Cardinal Jones. I was going to say Troy Smith. No, I think it was Cardinal. No, Car- no, 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 Cardinal Jones. Cardinal Jones. Cardinal Jones. Yeah, Cardinal. You don't remember Cardinal Jones? You don't remember Cardinal Jones? Who drafted him? Um, I got. Wasn't it Cleveland? Out. No, that wasn't. I got to find out. He was drafted by Buffalo in the fourth round. Buffalo. Yeah. Cardell Jones was drafted by Buffalo in the fourth round. Oh, well, I ain't really too concerned. I'm what talking about like a, a, a top two that round That was 2016. Pick. Yeah, top two pick. That was, I think the last one is Troy Smith, second round. Oh, well, you, I mean, yeah, probably that. Um, yeah, probably Troy Smith in the second round. I'm just saying, bro, Justin Fields is a really good freaking quarterback. I feel like if New York wants to win, I, and I would like to, I just think Justin Fields will look better in that jersey too. I don't, you know. I don't. But you know what? If I'm Justin Fields, I don't want to go to the Jets. Why not? They're gonna pay you all that money to play there. I would go. I would love to go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. I would I'd go rather, to the Jets. over the Niners. 
Bro, the 49ers not drafting a quarterback, bro. Let's just get that out of there. Okay, okay, hold on. Before we close, okay, oh, I'm, I'm so happy we can have this conversation before we close this out. They're not drafting a quarterback. The 49ers are not drafting a quarterback. Bro, they trade, you, they trade in the top three to not draft a quarterback. The 49ers are not drafting a quarterback, so, so, bro. So they believe in Garofalo? That's what you're saying? Yes, yes. I think they're going to stick with Garofalo. Who, why the hell would they draft a quarterback? Like you got so many other positions that you can fill in that number one spot. Why would you go after a quarterback that's not going to play immediately? So who you just you get? You're going to go after maybe receiver, offensive lineman, maybe to help out on the defense. Because remember, their defense has been taking hits too. A lot of their defense is not returning. So maybe they go after something in the defensive side of the ball. But a quarterback, like Garoppolo, wasn't he was just in the Super Bowl two years ago? Like what? Like why would you draft the quarterback? That makes no sense. I think the 49ers are probably going to go after somebody like. Surprise here, but Kyle Pitts, because the fact that you know that the other tight end be hurt a lot. Um, what's the guy's name? Um, Kittle. Kittle. Kittle's injury. He he's he takes a lot of contact. I would like I would like to see the 49ers draft either receiver in that spot, or I want to see them go after Kyle Pitts. That's just my opinion. I think that's a better pick for them than a quarterback, bro. I don't think quarterback solves their problem. But my thing is, though, like, why would you trade with Miami of all teams to go to number three? I feel like you can get a Kyle Pitts. But who would like, you want to take at the quarterback spot? Like, who would be there at the three's pick quarterback-wise? Zach Wilson? Cause Mac Jones. Mac, what? what? No, nah, you get Mac Jones at number 12. Right. <laughs> Mac, Mac Jones is not going to go that high. Like, he's not going to go think that so? high. Okay. No. He's Hell not gonna, no. Yeah, Hell not no. To be he's honest with you. Only two quarterbacks that would go in the first round, in my honest opinion. That's Fields and that's Lawrence. All them other guys, they're borderline late round, first round draft picks and second rounders to me. Choo Choo says they're going to trade Jimmy G to the Broncos. Okay. I don't know, though. I mean, I wouldn't be bad, but I like Drew Locke. I like Drew Locke, too. But it's going to be his last opportunity with Denver. Yeah. He said, uh, Zora says, the top left dude on some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <buddy>. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is why I love the chat, because they agree with me. They agree. Chat, I love y'all so much, because Devorah does not know what the hell he's talking about. That guy over here does not know oh, what yeah, So Zora doesn't agree with me as far as there's only two quarterbacks that deserve to be in the first round? No. Is that what- no, you're talking, you're talking about the case, the Adam Gase thing. Maybe. Wait, that was like 15, 20 minutes ago. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. You ruined you ruined, you ruined. Doesn't matter. You ruined your face, bro. He has he he on that gangs coat. Yeah, he's on that gangs coat. Well, it's definitely. Listen, chat, I, I've known DeVore for well over five years now. And Longer than that. Yeah. This guy has always been talking about the same players over and over and over. It's always been about Ryan Tannehill and Adam Gates. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but hey. But, uh, no, choo-choo, just to bring up your point, we're not saying that Zach Wilson is a bad quarterback. I mean, he may be top three quarterback. All I'm saying is there's two quarterbacks, in my opinion, that are better than him. That's Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. I don't think Zach Wilson is better than any of those quarterbacks. But – if the Jets take him with the second pick, what I'm saying right now doesn't matter. 
if the Jets take him at the second pick. That means the Jets believe in him. Hopefully it works out. But uh I I don't see I don't see the first five picks being all quarterbacks. That'd be just unheard of. Like I don't think everybody in the first five picks needs a quarterback. I mean, maybe four out of them do. You know, there's some room there. But I don't think the 49ers need a quarterback. That's probably one of the teams that's not drafting a quarterback. They're probably going to end up going at the Kyle Pitts. I would be first I would be surprised. Picks. Yeah, I would be very surprised if they did not draft if 49 if the 49ers did not draft Kyle Pitts. I would be super surprised. Or Jamar Chase or something. I would be surprised. Because they need weapons. Like they need more weapons on the offensive side of the ball. I'll probably say first four, but I wouldn't go with five because you got the you got the Jags, Jets, Niners, Jags, Jets, Niners, Falcons, Falcons, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Yeah. So Bengals, but they're not drafting a quarterback, obviously. I, I, yeah, I, they're I, not drafting I'm one thousand percent sure that they're the Bengals are going to be drafting soon. That's a that's I'm. Feet on the table on that one. You talking about the offensive lineman for Oregon? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's, that's yeah. probably. I know a lot of guys are, are really pushing for Jamar Chase, but I, I just don't see oh. the Bengals Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. What? Can you imagine on the Bengals? That? On the Bengals here. Yeah. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase back together again. Ooh, that would be nice. That'd be that's not happening. Special. That's unless unless they trade Ooh, back within the and and with the top ten after they draft Sewell. That's not happening. I'm just saying, if that was to happen, I think the Bengals will pull the trigger on it. I think Joe Burrow will make an executive decision to say that if that pick comes up and Jamar Chase is available, he's on mm-hmm. that phone talking to the head coach. I want Jamar Chase. I think I think I think Joe Burrow has that enough that much because they can go get another offensive lineman. Right? No, the yeah. hell you can't. What's see, not that's, like him. see, that's the problem right there. That is right. the problem. The undervalue y'all undervalue the offensive line position. Well, Do you want to understand this dude got murdered last year under and, center? Uh, oh, he yeah, did. he definitely did. He, did. he be, definitely did. Yeah. Let's be honest though. I mean, the Bengals haven't had much success drafting offensive linemen. I mean, you remember that guy Andre Smith or whatever his name was. Like that was it's, it's, a, it's been a lot of guys like they had the, the, Andre Smith, the, the, they had um the last great offensive lineman they had was what Wentworth way back in the day Wentworth right, Wentworth yeah, yeah yeah and that's it there's nobody else to talk about in a Bengals jersey it's no that's it and and you should know better G money especially being a Philly fan and that, watching your quarterback get murdered all year. Last year. <laughs> 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 you should know that's better. Messed up. That's messed up, man. That's a low blow. That's a low blow, bro. It ain't a low blow. It's all right. It's all right. It's provocative. Yeah, that's a low blow, bro. It's very. That's beneath the belt. It's very beneath the belt. But we're out of pizza. We're here. Hey, that's I, like I said. He ain't my guy. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, it don't seem like it. He ain't my guy. Hey, all I do is I just come out and support. Players mm-hmm. and coaches that are misunderstood. Now, before we close this thing out, I did want to say because Banks is, Banks always gets on me as far as my my quarterback being a supporter of Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott. It ain't oh, wait, got. Wait, what do my guys have to do with this? What What do they got to do with this, bro? Because you say that I'm more supportive of Ryan Tannehill and all these other quarterbacks over them <laughs> guys. 
Yeah. So here's the thing. But really not, quick, can you can you put up that comment too? You just dropped. That's look at look at that offense. Ooh, look at that offense. Look oh, at that wow. offense. Look at that offense. But boy. see that that but receiver is not a not a fifth overall pick. I'm just saying. If, if you're looking did, at it, if you look at it, like if you got T. Higgins, I totally forgot about Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is solid. So Hell yeah, you can yeah. go, you can go in the second round and get a receiver. Not a Jamar Chase. Man, you don't need no Jamar Chase. If we just looking at priority and need right now, you need you need Sewell or Slater, Sewell or Slater, one of the two. Change. You could trade back, and I'm not exactly sure where they're going to project Slater, <clears throat> but Chase. No, but go back to your point though, because you were talking about Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Okay, so so to all the people out there, iconic freeze havoc. You that feel <laughs> like I have like I have something against Lamar Jackson. I don't have anything against Lamar Jackson. I just want him to develop his game where he's able to. Throw the ball a little bit better. That's like let's compare this to basketball here, right? I feel like quarterbacks like Lamar and Dak Prescott, they're too reliant on their athletic ability and they don't progress through reads the way that they're supposed to. Now, the G money, we're gonna take this to this is gonna take it to basketball. Look at Luka Doncic, not the most athletic guy on the court, but he's the most polished as a player. Because he can't do what those other guys can do. Lamar can't do those things like a like a Carson Wentz can do, like a like a Russell Wilson can do. Because he relies too much on his athletic ability. He's getting up there in age now. So at some point in time, you're going to have to turn the corner as far as your ability as a quarterback and put it up and be a better passer. That's it. Yeah, because eventually your your athletic ability goes down you can't run all the time exactly you gotta be able to stay in the pocket and throw downfield i get you i get you so that'll be that'll be after he won a super bowl though so 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 that's my problem when it comes down to football fans they look too much into the highlight plays and they don't look into i don't know what word i want to use right now that i want to make it appropriate (laughs) but you get what i'm saying no, I don't actually. <laughs> I don't <laughs> just, just, all I'm all I'm gonna say is so far, as far as quarterback evaluation, you come to me. Anything else you want to talk to? You don't you can go ahead and talk oh, to wow. Banks. But as far as quarterbacks are concerned, don't listen to Banks. Banks don't know what he's talking about. You it do took, know you do know my quarterback has seven Super Bowls, right? It took him three, it took Dak Prescott to get three years to get a new contract. Wait, Tom Tom Brady has six rings or seven. Who? Tom Brady. Man, he didn't hop on until he got the full. Hey, 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 my guy beats your guys any day. I never, I never, I never my disputed. One guy, I never, I never disputed. You've always disputed Tom ability. I never disputed that. All I disputed was that the Patriots were cheaters. That's all I just, that's all I said. I say nothing about Tom Brady. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Being a Miami Dolphins fan, along with any other Miami Dolphins fan, you would ask. They're not a Tom Brady guy. Divorce. I'm not a Tom Brady guy. But listen, what you're talking about is describing Tom Brady, how you stay in the pocket and throw the ball and be a real yes. quarterback. Yes, Tom, Tom Brady. Folks think that you need to be able to run to be successful in this league. 
That's not true. Bro, you know how many videos we've got on this podcast, bro? I we was- got a lot. Pull it up. <laughs> Pull it up. <laughs> Pull it up. Boy, let's let's not go there, okay? We don't want to ruin your reputation for real. You got a week. You got a week. You, 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 you probably put it together a montage. But probably, I, I never said anything bad about Tom Brady as far as his ability. Now, if we talking about <laughs> we talking about as far as the team as a whole, the Patriots are cheaters. That, I'm sorry. That's so you, fact. So you wasn't talking about Tom Brady losing his arm strength and all that stuff at the beginning of this season? You don't remember that conversation at all? Okay, the most recent thing I probably said about Tom Brady was, was, the, was when they played the Green Bay Packers and he threw three picks in less than 10 minutes. That's the most recent thing you, I said about Tom DeVore, Brady. DeVore is the – listen, chat, chat, everybody, listen. All right, listen. Let me tell you all the secret. DeVore is delusional. Like, I'm telling you all, he's delusional. He loves Ryan Tannehill but don't like Tom Brady. And then – and it make it even worse – don't let's don't get us started by Aaron Rodgers. That'll take a whole other thirty minutes. But anyway, yeah, that that's gonna take a whole other hour. That's gonna take a whole other hour. But anyway, G buddy, final thoughts. <laughs> um, I just can't wait for the playoffs to start. I I want to see the matchups. I think the Western Conference is going to be amazing. Actually, I think both conferences are going to be amazing. Um, I would like to see. I would like to see the Clippers and the Lakers in the first round just to quiet that noise. And I think that, I, surprisingly, if, if LeBron and AD are not healthy, I just think the Clippers getting Rondo was huge for them. He's going to be big for them in the playoffs. I think they're a dangerous team. They might they might sleep. They might, you know, come out of the West. We, we'll see. But th- other than that, you know, I'm just chilling. Thanks for letting, you know, another great day on the podcast. I'm just reading this comment right here. It says anyone who defends gays is not gays' wife is delusional. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'll, it's disgusting, actually, to even sit here and defend this guy. It's disgusting. Oh, it's very so disgusting. I, I'm, I'm gonna get him on here. What are these days? I hope not. No, I'm gonna get him on here. I, I said this is gonna be a one on one. Don't worry, you ain't gotta be here. Go ahead, babe. We we don't want to know what happens one on one with you two guys. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, there's a lot of love that needs to be shared. But nah, uh, all jokes to the side, man. It was another good episode uh, on Not for the Bait podcast. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, chat, for uh, coming in today. Uh, Zoro, uh, Choo Choo, uh, everybody, our regulars who come in every single week. We appreciate you guys stopping by. Um, as you can see, this is what we do, and we do a damn good job at it. Uh, and it's it's good to finally see the, everybody starting to uh, join the, join the ride, and this is going to get better from here. Uh, at this point, um, I agree with G Money. I can't wait for the NBA playoffs to start. Um, Nets at four. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Nets at four it. over the Lakers. They're going to sweep the Lakers. I can't wait to see it. I can't. Ooh, I can't wait. Woo! It's going to be nasty, bro. That ain't going to hurt you, G Money, considering oh, how you're a LeBron guy. No, 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 because because uh, he's always wrong when it comes to the NBA Finals as far as the games. So I ain't worried about Banks. He, he's, I'm like, Banks, stick to football, man. <laughs> so I ain't worried about him. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, I just wanted to go ahead and remind everybody again that we have the part two of the mock draft this Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully we'll see you guys up in here. Um, <clears throat> again, draft party. 
is going to be April 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. That is the night of the draft. Uh, we're going to try to get as many people as we can up in here, sit down and have a conversation. Like, it's for everybody. So don't be afraid. Um, yes. I welcome it. If you didn't, if you didn't check out the mock draft part one, I'll make sure I leave the link in the description. I might even just leave it in the in the in the comment section to get you guys up to speed as far as that's concerned. But I'll go ahead and agree with Banks on as far as the activity in the chat has been phenomenal. Shout out to Choo Choo. Shout out to uh, Zoro. Uh, shout out to <clears throat> excuse me. Um, damn, where'd it go? Quint, sorry. Shout out to Quint for uh, participating in the chat this evening, along with everybody else that didn't want to. Everybody else that did actually show up to this ch- to the stream but didn't leave a comment. Appreciate you guys coming through. Um, be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and the most definitely share. This is not for the bait podcast. We up out of here, man. Good night, y'all. Nice.